Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name is Eric, and today we'll be looking at Matthew chapter 7. Let's find the food, let's find the enjoyment in this chapter. So in Matthew 7, we come to the end of a series of chapters, Matthew 5 to 7, which cover, you might know as the Sermon on the Mount, or even you could say the Constitution of the Kingdom of the Heavens. Constitution is a, is a governing set of principles, just like the United States is founded on, we have a constitution here. Well, actually, in God's kingdom, the kingdom of the heavens, there is a set of principles as well that he laid out for us in seven different sections. And Matthew 7 is the end. And here we had the last two. Um, the other ones were covered in Matthew chapter 5 and 6. And today we come to these two, which are first, the first section has to do with the kingdom people. That's the people who have the Lord's life in them in dealing with others. They're dealing with others. And then the second section speaks about the kingdom people's living and work. So when we first look at the first portion, which is verses 1 through 12, we have this matter of our dealing with others. So what is the, the intention? Why is this included in the Word? Well, we might say, okay, th this is going to tell us. How do we deal with others? What, what's the key? What's the secret? Okay, well, I'd like to introduce a little something here. Actually, the Lord's intention is that we would forget about ourselves <laughs> and to take care of others. And whatever we do, to consider others. Actually, we may have a lack. I don't know, as you read this chapter, don't know what your experience is, but even my experience is, wow, I am short. I am short in this. Most of the time we consider ourselves. So look at the first verse. Do not judge that you not be judged. No one likes to be judged. If we don't like to be judged, what about others? What about others? If we take care of others, we would not judge, not criticize, not measure. So actually you could say there's an aspect of, of being blind, to help, to care for others, just to be, to be blind toward them, not to have any measurement. Even, this goes back to Matthew chapter 5, verse 7, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Mercy imposes no requirements. This is an aspect of God's people as his kingdom people. There's no requirements. There's, you realize, well, there's a splinter in someone else's eye, but there's a beam in our eye. But how do we do this? This is very difficult. This is not easy to forget about ourselves. Sometimes we feel like, I just, I can't do it. It's impossible. Well, two encouraging portions here. The Lord included verses 7 to 11. Wonderful. And you might ask, well, this is an interesting section here where it says, ask, seek, knock. And then there's, there's this portion about when you ask, you receive, and how your Father gives good things to those who ask Him to interact with others, not just unbelievers, but even God's people, is, is a serious matter. We may not know how to care for others, how to be with them. We need help. We really need a lot of help. And who do we come to for help? We come to our Father. <laughs> we come to ask, to seek, to knock. This shrinks the distance between us and Him, and He responds to provide the way for us to, to care for others, to be saved from judgment. And even I would, I would like to tie this into Matthew 5, verse 48, which is a really key, crucial verse in considering all these, you could say, kingdom principles or things that are set in front of us, is you therefore shall be perfect 
as your heavenly Father is perfect. We cannot do this in ourselves. I hope this is an encouragement to you. We can't do it. <laughs> we just we can't not judge. We can't be merciful. But we have the life of our Father. As His kingdom people, we have a new life. We've been regenerated. And this life is well able. It's capable to fulfill all these requirements above and beyond in our dealing with others. We need this life. So we come to Him to ask, to seek, to knock, to receive more of His life to fulfill this. In the second section, beginning with verse 13, we have this contrast between the narrow gate and constricted way that leads to life and the broad way that leads to destruction. And I appreciate the Lord here in these ending verses presents two men here who are building a house. You have a prudent man who builds his house upon the rock, and you have the foolish man who builds his house upon the sand. And the rock here doesn't just refer not just to Christ, it speaks about hears these words of mine and does them. So the Lord is saying, listen to my words that I have spoken in these previous chapters that present to you the principles of how my people should live. But remember, I am life to you. I am in you as life. Only I can fulfill all these requirements. And I can do it. I can do it. If we hear these words and do them, respond to them, we are building on a solid foundation, a solid foundation. And this issues in life, the destination of this is life. So when we first were regenerated, received the Lord, that was our entrance into the kingdom. But every day, how we live, what we do, this matters. It really matters to the Lord. And His desire is He wants to come in to, to, to supply us, to live in us, to live out of us. And in verse 21, He gives us a help. He ha we have His name, Lord, Lord. But not only that, we also can know His will. And His will is to build the church upon Christ, His Son, as the rock. And this will be seen more in Matthew chapter 16. So I hope we would be ones building the house upon the rock in a solid way. Thanks for tuning in. Keep enjoying the Bible.